filling in for my other well my bad i started too early <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! i started too early man um anyway welcome 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 let's talk with you. <laughs> hold on <laughs> oh I, I totally thought we were live i totally thought we were live all right yeah i did too i did too Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's talk with Jail to Dean, man. It's your host with the most, the insane, insane Mr. Dean. Filling in for my counterpart, Mr. Gale, that's on vacation, is my guy, childhood friend, teammate, Craig, Mr. Money Minute Jude himself. How are you doing, brother? Good, brother. Good, 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 good. How you been? Man, I've been, man. I've been, you know. By the way, happy Father's Day to you. Uh, likewise, likewise. What was um and to all the fathers out there, um, if your father was living happy Father's Day, if your father is gone, um, you know, up in heaven shining down, happy Father Day to them, as in mine myself. Uh, it never gets easier each year. Uh, never get easier that uh daddy ain't here. Uh, twelve years been gone, but uh, he he right there on my shoulder all the time. You know what I'm saying? So happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers. What, what, what was your gift that your kids got you? So they actually took me out. They took me out on a canoe trip for Father's Day. They had it pretty much organized. Jasmine already had a plan in her head, and we went and just spent the day out on the water. I got lit. My shoulders are eight shades of red. Hold on. Which, which, which lit did you get? Because it's too both. lit. Did you just get lit, dog? <laughs> a little bit of both. But that sun, though. Whew. But it was nice. It was a good day. Well, I had a good Father's Day, man. I went to Tennessee. I, I had to I, actually. I was in Tennessee over the weekend. Um, yeah, I yeah. seen the. I seen you with the Juneteenth uh, yeah, thing they I, had down there. I did. I did. Uh, I represented me and Gales for the podcast at Juneteenth. Um, seen family and stuff, so that's always good. But when I got back home to here in Missouri, speaking of gifts, <laughs> my baby boy decided to be funny this year. I appreciate the gift. It ain't the gift. It ain't what he got me that got me upset. It's awesome. It's what's on the damn thing that got me upset. It's awesome. So my baby boy know that I'm not a fan of this guy <laughs> at all. <laughs> so he thought it was funny to get me this for Father's Day. You see that? Love it. I love it. He thought it was funny to go out and get me a dead gum. Bron Bron Father's Day card and laughed about it. And he I love serious. it. You taught him I, well. You taught him no, well. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't know whether to hug him or push him down. Shit. <laughs> it's good stuff right there. I didn't know whether to hug him or push him down. I was like, oh. man, are you serious right now? Like He cheats, he cheats me here because he, he is a Bron Bron fan. Which is crazy because you know I'm a Curry fan, which is crazy because I made a post the other day after my guy won his fourth NBA title. Fourth NBA title. I made a post and it had a picture of Curry standing up over top of Bron Bron. And, and the post goes like this: Curry has won four rings in 13 years. Bron Bron has won four titles in 19 years. Curry is to go to this generation. And me and you really never disagree <laughs> on anything, but we did on this one. Indeed. Tell me why you, you agree with me after the intro. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was gonna say I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, if our producer doing after the intro, I said. Welcome back. That was a quick ass intro, guys. We sorry about that. Um. The people behind the mic, behind the producing tonight, uh, might be lit still yesterday from Father's Day, like like my boy uh, Craig over here. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so we were talking about before we left. Uh, Curry got four rings in thirteen years. Bron got four rings in nineteen years. Curry is it go to this generation? You respectfully disagree with me, and we don't usually disagree over stuff like this. And you're no. like, I'm not a LeBron fan, but come on now, what did you mean by that? Sorry. So, yeah, I'm not a LeBron super fan. I respect the man's accomplishments, accolades, game, the whole thing, as I do Curry. But I'm not ready, not even close to ready to put in Curry over LeBron as the greatest, at least of this generation. I would say maybe. Maybe there's a slim chance you could say, okay, LeBron owned the 2000 to 2010 run, right? That was his time. Curry came in 2010s, you know, we're in the 2020s. Maybe you could say he kind of ran that decade a little bit. Mm. Still not ready to put that out there because LeBron came into the league at such a high level. Went to the his first finals, at, what, he was 22-ish, yeah. 21-22. Yep. He took a Cleveland Cavaliers team that was comprised of two security guards, a concession stand worker, and a coach that nobody remembers. <laughs> That's who he took to the finals, right? Like. His team oh, was complete so, garbage. That okay. team was horrible. Okay. So, uh, and, and, and just you want to go off of raw stats and accolades, they're pretty well unmatched. I know you can now line up the finals trophies and they're going to line up identical. But outside of that, I, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta know what you're thinking with uh, putting Curry ahead of LeBron. For one day, I'm thinking. Is it biased? It's a, little, it's a little bit of bias. Yeah, if you know, if y'all know me on my end, <laughs> if you know me on my end, it's a little bit of bias. But I got, I got some facts too. Curry has single-handedly changed the way people play basketball nowadays. I regrettably to, agree with you. It used to be you go to a gym, whether it be high school, pickup, college, pro. You went to a game to see somebody get posterized. I get that to Braun, but that that was way before Braun. We we got to give that some of that to Mike. You got to give some of that to Vince, uh, Sean Kemp. You know, I mean, but that, that's what you went to basketball for. Then AI and them came through, and it was to put you on the skates. You know, Jamal Crawford yep. put you on the skates. So I can get that stuff to them guys. But if you go in any gym now, and we're talking from my baby boy age into our age what do you see when you walk in that gym everybody jacking up three pointers from half court jacking up three pointers from half court fast breaks now nobody's thinking about easy layup for dunks no more fast break you come in three steps called half court and you pull it and if you get the hit in them and you catch fire the crowd goes crazy that's a major influence on basketball not only that, not only that, 
Curry can handle the ball with the greatest of them. We're not you, you're not watching the game to see how LeBron handle the ball. You're watching the game to see how LeBron go to the hole, bullies way to the basket, dunk on somebody. It's boring as shit. I love to see Curry pat that ball around. I love to see Curry run around and his defenders tongues out of their mouth. I love to see Curry when he hit that three. And Curry got a little bit of cockiness to him because he put you to sleep yep. when it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> yep. So Curry have transcended today's basketball in a way that LeBron can't do. And I know I'm going to have a lot of LeBron Bron fans in the chats coming in my inbox saying I'm crazy. Well, you guess what? If you think Curry done with getting rings, you're out of your damn mind. Bron Bron is over. We'll never see him in the finals again. You see Curry there at least three more times. You see Curry there at least three more times. I think we're going to see Curry, but I don't doubt we see LeBron only because I think towards the tail end of his career, he's going to do what he's got to do to get to that finals, it, it, even if that means leaving the Lakers. Guess what? He already trying to do that. He, he, You know who LeBron said on his show, the shop that he wants to join? LeBron, Was it Golden State? They asked him who you would like to play with. Was it Golden State? Golden State. Yeah, that's what I thought. You I know what current response in, into that was? Probably no, I'm good. I'm you know good. why he said that? Because you're gonna mess up every damn thing that Golden State do. Golden oh, State yeah, is not yeah. an ISO team. They move no. the ball and they are pure shooters. We don't want him there. New York, y'all can have him. Dallas, y'all can have him. He ain't coming to Golden State. Curry don't nah, want that him. would mess up that mess up that Curry whole flow. But Curry needed this. Curry needed this this year. He did. To get a finals MVP so he could say he put that team on his back and willed them to a championship because he 100% did. He put that team on his back and he rolled. Clay Thompson never really showed up. Draymond was, was he there? Like he was there in, in spirit, physically, halfway. But, you know, like he, Curry was there every night, showed up every night, put that team on his back, got his finals MVP because those last couple they won when Durant was there you know that was Durant's but that was can 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 you agree with me that he took a back seat for Durant for Durant to get those final MVPs I yeah absolutely so. I, yeah I think Durant that and Durant got the finals MVPs and I think it was well deserved um that dude was balling in the finals like it was insane but Curry this year did it his way put the team on his back got his finals MVP and won the championship like that solidifies his legacy if it wasn't already solidified now he's yeah you got i mean you could definitely make an argument for him to be i don't know if i'm ready for top 10 but you know i can see i could see that being a thing well you know i'm ready for top 10 and he's top yeah 10. yeah and, and, and this is another thing i was arguing with some guys when i went home this weekend curry never did pitch for durant to come to them durant got beat by them after he held a 3-1 lead, and then they came back and won and put Durant out. Durant wanted to join Golden State Warriors. Nothing against my guy Durant, because to me, he was the best player on the planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Until Mr. Curry showed up did what he did. I mean, right now, you can argue Durant, Curry, Giannis. As, as the dominance in the NBA. Right, right now, yep. They'll right there. You can't take them from. But when Durant left, have he even smelled the second round of the playoffs? Oh, dude, this season in Brooklyn was a disappointment. 
such a disappointment. I know you could argue that one series against who was it? Milwaukee when his foot was on the line of that three-point shot. You know what I'm saying? You could argue, but either way, they lost. So it is what it is. Like he and and now Kyrie's talking about leaving Brooklyn. Durant might not see a finals for a while. If unless he leaves. Yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with him. And that and, and I see Mr. Jamarcus McKnight in there talking about what's my top ten. I'll give it to you before the show is over. Just no Curry in my top ten, but I got Braun in my top ten too. I ain't got Braun where y'all want me to have Braun, but he in my top ten. So I give him a little. I, I got respect for the man. I just just not a fan of him, you know. But since we on that, since we on the NBA Finals, man, what did you think about it? Uh, so a couple things. Like we already talked about Curry, leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Tatum, I I have been his most vocal. I don't want to say hater. Cri- I'm critical of Tatum, mm-hmm. right? Like people are praising the man, and and I've always been a little critical because for the last year there were numerous times I've been like, give me Brown over Tatum, give me Jalen Brown over Jason Tatum, any day. However, in the playoffs this year, Tatum started showing out, and I'm like, oh man, here we go. 24 years old, he's balling. Here we go. Then he gets to the finals. I'm not, I mean, it's not like he had a bad finals, but he never like really he had one game where he put the team on his back and he what he 40 something points or whatever it was. Maybe I mean, I may be off there, but when they game three, I think so. Like he had one really crazy good game, mm-hmm. um, but he just never really took over the finals like he did the rest of the playoffs. So it's like he kind of got to the finals and hit a plateau and just never got over it. But I mean, he's 24. Like he's still young. Like. Right. The list of players, the list of people that have gotten rings prior to, you know, 24 or younger mm-hmm. is a very small list. And the people that are on that list are like all time greats. Right. You know, there's reasons you got people like Wade and Kobe and Magic getting rings before they're 24 because they are those type of players. Right. Maybe Tatum's not that type of player, but you also got to think Jordan didn't get his first ring to what, like 27? Right. right? Like Tatum's career is not over. No, he just had not- a rough time. And if he can grow from this, he's going to be. Like next year, I'm looking for Tatum to come out with a chip on his shoulder and ball out all season. Right. And, it, you know, I've been very vocal about Tatum. If you watch yeah, the shows, yeah. I see. <laughs> and I'm just because he had a bad couple of games in the finals, I'm not taking it away. I really think Tatum could be the face of the NBA. I'm a fan of big guards, tall guards. You remember all the way back to. When we used to play NBA Live, when we created players, I would create my guy to be a point guard, 6'9", 6'10". Always oh, yeah. fan, big, tall guard. Seven-foot seven point guard, NBA Live, all day. Yeah, right. I was doing what they're doing now back then. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I think I might need to get paid for them anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I still think he can be the face of the NBA because what he brings, 6'9", 24-year-old, can get – Anywhere that he wants to, to create a shot. He's an inside-outside player. He plays good. He played great D. He don't play good D. He played great D. And to be that, to be that gifted offensively and to turn around and do it on a defensive end, that lets you know that he wants it. Okay. He got a little bit of swag to him. We seen we seen a little bit of the cockiness come out in the finals, and that's what everybody arguing like he ain't got no villain in him. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. He just don't bring it out all the time. Right. He had a last, he had a bad last three games because of my guy Andrew Wiggins deed his ass up. If if Curry doesn't play the way he plays, I really believe Andrew Wiggins is your Finals MVP. Oh, I think you could damn near argue that Wiggins could have 
if it wasn't for like what Curry's last couple games, he murdered the stat sheet. He but did. Too, like Wiggins was doing. Didn't he lead the team in rebounds for the whole series? I'm pretty for the sure whole Wiggins, series. And the last yeah. three games, it was 16, 13, 15, like, between 15 to 17 in the in the game six. Great. Not only they go to stats. Okay, I, I got the stats right here. Wiggins stats. 18.4 uh, rebounds, 1.6 a game, 45% field goal shooting in the final. Great stats. Not yep. only did he have to do all that on the offensive end, you got to go, go, go back and arguably guard one of the top five players in the league right now. I'm he had the toughest assignment in the final. If, if he ain't in the top five players in the league, he damn sure in the top ten. Tatum. So you got to go down there and it's – and use all your energy to guard this man, to really frustrate him. And you got to go and help Steph because Dre didn't have a good finals. Clay mm -hmm. didn't have a good final. So that's uh, – uh, uh, Looney It's not a score like that. Right. Otto Porter, he going to get you anywhere from 6 to 12. Somebody had to fill in that role to score Wiggins did it. And looked like he was having fun doing it. <laughs> that's the thing. The thing – what – Look, me and my cousin talking about this on my drive back home. The thing that people forget about Wiggins, Wiggins was the number one overall pick. Wiggins was the number one player coming out of high school going into college. Wiggins is a player. Wiggins just got put in a situation in Minnesota that Wiggins had to do it all. He got put in the perfect situation with Stephen oh, yeah. Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond that this guy some nights is your fourth option. And have you ever once seen him out? Get to the media and complain or anything. He got a smile on his face. He's loving this and he don't want to go nowhere. I wouldn't either after that. And anytime in this finals they needed a bucket, like if Curry was having an off game, Clay had every game be an off game. But if they needed a bucket, dude, like I remember watching, and there'd be plenty of times I was rooting for Boston. Don't get me wrong, because I just I was kind of going for the underdog. And then, like, you know, they'd be struggling. Boston right. playing good D and freaking Wiggins come down, pull up three deep two get to the lane done like just at the most critical moments and i'm like damn like they can't stop andrew wiggins but you know and you, you know, got curry and clay drawing all that attention and wiggins just man slashing right and, and the thing about wiggins man wiggins ain't even 30 years old he, he ain't gonna do nothing but get better especially if, if you look at their young core guys wiggins pool if don't nobody go pay him i'm kind of nervous on pool had a good season somebody might pay him he did he did Got two guys that didn't even step on the court really in the finals, and this is this is part of their youth, Kaminga and Moody. Not to mention James Wiseman didn't play a minute. Mm -mm. That's what I'm telling people. Wiseman wasn't even healthy. Think if he had been healthy, it might not the game. It might not have even been a a close run for them to the final. I already had a pick going in the damn way. If yeah, you, I picked Golden State in five against back. Austin. Right. Wiseman played seven-foot athletic. He's not your average seven-footer. Seven-foot athletic can step out there, side and hit the three. He can guard one through five. He can dunk the ball. He's going to get you block shots. So they didn't have all their players. But I ain't taking right. nothing away from Boston. Look, I'm going to tell you what. Bo the one thing I think Boston needs, they got to go get a for real point guard. They're going to need a big man, too. Outside, I mean, I know uh, what's the, the – Oh, I can't think of his name. Guy with the dreads that can jump Probably, through the roof. Hey, let me, tell you, let me yeah. tell you something about that guy right there, man. This dude was changing 
the game at the defensive end and his knee is 60%. He was still right. out there. He out there on the toy meniscus. But when you came to that rim, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Robert Williams gonna, is a player. That dude is gonna, gonna, he gonna oh, yeah, yeah. healthy. Man. But they're going to need some – because they're never – Boston is never going to get that kind of production out of Horford again. Dude's knees are like, what, 55? That, that was like, it. That, that's it. That, yeah, he, he put it all out on the floor. That was all he had left in the tank. That's what so they're going like, to have to get something. Boston I, – I, I, don't, I don't hate Boston. I, I like all those guys. I, I hate the flopping shit that Mark uh, – not uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, with the green Marcus damn hair. Oh my god! Yeah, like he can get fined ten thousand dollars every time he damn flop. I'm like, dude, you weigh 235, 40 pounds, and you're flopping. But one thing about him though that has impressed the hell out of me—I know I'm not supposed to cuss, pay the man, all that stuff—but like his point guard skills in the finals, I was super impressed by that. Oh, I've man. never known him to be a point guard that has that type of. I don't know the smart some of the stuff he was doing with the ball and 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 moving the game in his direction like that surprised me. I, I didn't think he had that in him, but he surprised me with that. They still need a decent backup because I don't think that backup they got he's pretty quick, whatever. But he's just right. he ain't really a threat. I he forget looked like a damn, he looked like a damn alien. And, and one more shout out to a guy on Boston. <laughs> he do look like an alien. That dude down forehead all the way out here. And then he tried to wear the headband. I'm like, dude, your forehead already stick out there. Why you do this shit in your head? Yeah, he's. Anyway, yeah. I, I need to quit talking about people for that, you know, whatever. Um, one guy before we go into tropic, one guy that earned my respect because I always said this dude was up and down and just I, I didn't see it in him. Jalen Brown shut my mouth. He got my respect, balled his ass out. Yeah, he, did. he balled out every game. Yep. If Boston win, he he's your clear cut MVP. Oh, absolutely. Balled out. Shut me up. I, I you won't hear me say nothing else about Jalen Brown. I, he did. He did. He came to play every night. He put it out there. I, he, he just ain't. Uh, he don't back down. He does not back no. down. I loved no. when Draymond kept going at. Uh, you know, because Draymond will go at people, and oftentimes he'll get in their head, alter the yeah. game. That's his role. But he tried to do that with Brown, and it didn't work. Brown was not, wasn't having it. Yeah. Speaking of roles, man, we're gonna roll right into the tropics. All right. <laughs> Hold on, man. Before we roll into Tropics, Jamarcus is on me. He go talk about I look like Jalen Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see his That's a good one, man. But <laughs> Tropics of the week, man. We ain't going to do a mine and your Tropics single because I think our Tropics going to blend in. They do. And you've been talking a lot about this, and, and I'm kind of liking it myself. Hmm. Elon Musk for president and Mark Cuban for vice president. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Explain to me why you like it. So anybody that really knows me knows I'm an Elon fanboy. Like what he's done, um, you know, he deserves every bit of money, credit, fame. Like he's revolutionized so many things that people don't even realize. He really kind of created electronic banking. People don't really know that, but that was really his thing. Everybody knows about his stuff with Tesla, SpaceX, whatever. Uh, I follow the guy on Twitter and he's just real, dude. Like he calls out these politicians. He used to be very, uh, very left, very democratic type of guy. 
and you know but the extremism and some of the uh, some of the left now he's a little more moderate and he'll just call these people out like right right and, and every like for example there was this ev summit where all these car companies gm ford whatever go to this ev summit to like show off their ev vehicles you know save the uh climate and all that type of stuff mm -hmm. guess who wasn't invited elon damn musk uh, you know who sells more ev vehicles than anybody elon damn musk <laughs> and he's like what the hell like you got gm who sold like 200 ev vehicles this year we sold two hundred thousand. i ain't get an invite like but it's because he calls these people out so i'm all elon 2024 and his running mate i'm gonna let you introduce his running mate his running mate is a man that ain't shy for the camera <laughs> we'll let you we'll talk shit with the best of them he don't care if it was mike LeBron or Kobe, Mark Daggum Cuban. If yeah. you don't like Mark Cuban, you're crazy. I mean, I, I like Mark Cuban, and I'm not even a Dallas matter of fact. It's just the shit that Mark Cuban do. It, it feel like that's some shit that I would do if I would own it. Well, I ain't nowhere near being a billionaire, but I'm telling you, Mark Cuban. But the thing that I like about Mark Cuban, he's a billionaire that don't act like a billionaire. You see Mark Cuban, you're right. going to see him dressed like something like me and you got on. He don't act like it. He interact with. He's never too good to interact with with the fans at the game. He ain't never too good to interact with a kid on the street. Hell, he went and got Delonte West and got him help. How yes. many athletes have been yeah. on teams that you know fell off and you know went into oh, yeah. drug abuse? You ain't never seen an owner reach out and go help them guys. Mark Cuban nope. done that. And like my, like my boy Jamarcus said, man, and I gotta agree with it. A lot of money shit. A lot of money shit going on. Those two guys right there, they got the money. And they calling yep. these politicians out on this stuff. You know, influation, info, whatever the fuck you call it. And then um, the gas prices, they talking about dropping all this shit. These guys got money. They don't want to take our damn money. Yeah, and like when you got people like that, you know, Mark Cuban, Elon, which this is a fantasy, right? Like the odds of them running for president, probably never going to happen. But when you got people like that running for president, like billionaires, you can't buy a billionaire. They don't need your money. Like well, you're gonna I, buy somebody who's got 250 billion dollars, you're gonna throw him two million dollars to support a cause. Like he's gonna look at that and be like, <laughs> bye, like get out yeah, of here. Well, I mean, with the last two damn dumbass we had in the White House, why these two can't go on and get in there? I wish they would. And and you know, like what Cuban did, uh, you saw it because we were talking about it earlier, you know, like mm -hmm. Cuban is fighting the pharmaceutical industry, which is complete, like it's a fleece game, like the, the markups on some of these drugs and, and what uh insurance companies are doing it's a joke i worked in that industry for a long time it's horrible he has started an online pharmacy where you can get life-saving just common medications and just does a standard 15 percent markup and that's it instead of nine thousand percent markups where then insurance companies come in and say oh we'll save you 800 but you still got to pay us 200 dollars for this medication this man's selling them on the internet no insurance for like 10 bucks five bucks six bucks right and he's he and then he put something out on Twitter just the other day. He's adding like uh, I think upwards of a thousand new medications he's planning to add this year. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, this could be a game changing thing for so many people, especially diabetics, high blood pressure. Like, right. 
he's gonna save a lot of lives with this right and as you know as you can see on our screen what was put in the chat i'm not gonna read all that shit because it's too much and some of those words are too damn big for me to read and i'm not gonna get stuck on there not knowing how the hell to pronounce the damn word for y'all to laugh at me next damn week so just read that shit that's up there and you take what you want to take from it but back to mark cuban and the shit you know how important insurance is and a lot of people don't have insurance so a lot of people miss out right. on a lot of meds and stuff because they don't have insurance this shit would be so huge for them if he mm -hmm. need this you know what i'm saying yep. so that's what i'm saying like you said it's a fantasy to wish these two will run but with the dumbasses and shit that we got in politicians and stuff now why not why why right why not no i'm not gonna read that jamarcus you just want to laugh <laughs> And since we on since we on stuff, you know that that's right down your alley, man. We finna hit y'all with a money minute minute by my guy, Mr. Craig. What you got for the money minute this week, man? All right. So for those of you who follow or maybe don't follow, the markets have just really been, for lack of a better word, in the shitter. Pay the man. Uh, and everybody, most people probably know this. You catching up so, with me. <laughs> yeah yeah so so my advice to people right like it's 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 and it keeps kind of going down and i think we're gonna see some further down movement in the next few months followed in my opinion by some just sideways movement but i keep hearing about people trying to catch the bottom you know buy the dip at the very very bottom uh that's impossible like you just you the the timing that you got like a better chance of probably being hit by lightning than you do of catching the exact bottom so if you're looking to do some long-term investing, all I'm going to say about long-term investing is everybody knows Warren Buffett, right? Billionaire, one of the best investors to ever step on the planet. Just last quarter, he spent more money in the last quarter than he ever has in his entire like investing career because he's trying to accumulate, buy these dips, and he's doing it. So he's not really worried about catching the exact bottom. He's looking at it for a long term thing. So I think there's a lot of money to be made right now if you buy these dips and accumulate. But just I guess my advice, people just don't try to catch the bottom. You're not going to catch the bottom. If you're doing this for some long term stuff, I guess the mindset you should have right now is a lot of stuff is, quote unquote, on sale. You know, we go into Nike, Under Armour, whatever. We see sale signs like we're hype. Like right now, the stock market's on sale. And if you're looking to do some long term investing, I think now is a good time to maybe do some buying. Not saying it ain't going to go lower, but if it's a long-term picture, you're not thinking just the next year, the next couple months. You're thinking legitimate long-term. Warren Buffett, I'm going to say he's smarter than me. And if he just spent a whole bunch of money, that's some smart money that was spent. So I wouldn't be too afraid to follow that money. And that's, that's my, why I, that's why I got you for my homeboy on shit like this. Because, you know, I, I'm, I'm starting to, you know, I'm going to catch up with this. So it's good to have guys like you that's good friends that can help me with this shit. You know what I'm saying? And Warren Buffett, if you're out there, I know you probably ain't looking at this, but anybody that know anybody that knows somebody, send this clip to him about my guy, Money Man Craig. I think Warren Buffett might want to do business with him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm putting that plug. I'd probably accept a job offer from old one. There you go, man. Hell yeah. And since we own money, since we talk about money, man, put friends in. Since we talk about money, man, we go transition back over to sports, man. Do you see some of these contracts some of these NFL players are getting? Oh, the, it's like the longer they hold out, the more they get paid. Man, that deal that your boy, which he's worth, that deal Aaron Donald got. Man, man. Yeah, I mean, you got to pay him after last season, though, right? You like, to. you got to pay him. 
But then Von Miller go a couple of weeks after and got a massive deal. Not an Aaron Donald deal, but it's massive. And Von, how old is Von Miller? Von, Von a little younger than, what? 33? Well, he got a pretty good, in my opinion, he got a pretty good contract for his age, too. But you know that age in football, that's old. Right, yeah, exactly. So I think he got a pretty good contract for he his got a age. Good contract, man. But Vaughn, but at this thing though, Vaughn keep himself in such tip top shape, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. But you know, yeah. now you got Von Miller just got paid. You got Aaron Donald, of course, that deserve to get paid. My 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 Tennessee Titans. Hey, you got <laughs> what you gonna do with Big Jeff? Come on, man. They got they gotta pay. Big Jeff is worth every penny of what he gets, and which should be yeah, a, a pretty penny. I agree. It's just, man, the Titans spent. I saw a thing the other day like, is Tannehill the highest paid quarterback aside from, well, is Deshaun? Deshaun the highest? Tannehill's right on up there. Tannehill, right? his heel down in the damn dumps. He's sorry. I, I, I just, man, I, I just, that, I'm, I don't hate Tannehill, but I'm like, is he worth that much cap space? Man, I can't stand Tannehill. Tannehill is the reason why the hell I had to sit and watch Cincinnati Bengals go to the damn Super Bowl. Yeah, Y'all came in and did what you you came in with did what you're supposed to do. You got a sorry ass quarterback throwing your picks, you capitalize off and win the game. I ain't taking nothing away from them. But Tannehill can suck up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just a lot of money spent on him, and I don't know if it's money well spent. Speaking of Cincinnati, and I'm just gonna throw this out and we can come back to this. But I think Joe Mixon's gonna have a breakout year. And the reason I think he's gonna have a breakout year is because now Burrow is gonna be getting a lot of defensive looks, attention. They're going to be worried about that pass, and I think right. Mixon can have a breakout. Right. He's already and, good. You know. Yeah, right. And back to Von Miller, he 33, contract was $120 million. So that's a lot of money in Buffalo, which is going – that defense in Buffalo was already scary. They're going to be tough. You add this monster along with that freight train they got over there at their gum quarterback, that's a big dude to be moving like it. Josh Allen He's, ain't no small he, dude. 6'5", 265, that's a big-ass dude, man. And I was hard on Josh Allen coming out. I didn't think he was that good. Just like Jalen Brown got my respect. And we yeah, oh yeah. Them. We got to play them. We got to play them. Like that's 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 a that's and a you play role in, you play in Buffalo? Get to Super Bowl. Huh? You play him in Buffalo? Yeah, we go we go there this year. <sighs> that's tough. It's be tough. And then you know, to get to the Super Bowl, you gotta go through Buffalo or you gotta go through oh, Kansas. I seen, uh, Titans Titans schedule this year is no joke. No joke. They got a rough schedule. And then we get then we get rid of uh, AJ Brown for some bitch who can't even stay on the field for two minutes. Oh. Yeah, I, let, let's see. I, I I hope I hope and pray that he pan out. I hope this is just early season stuff. But if not, John Robinson got to go. John Robinson got to go. Yeah. And then as you, I don't know. I'm still worried about Tannehill. Can Tannehill freaking get that guy the ball? And then if Tannehill can't throw the ball, what's it going to do to Henry's longevity? Henry's career? Are we going to waste his prime? Year? I don't know. I'm just not. I don't have a lot of high hopes, but then again, you're talking to a Lions fan, so I'm just used to constant disappointment. So that's always at the forefront of my mind is just more disappointment. Speaking of the Lions, though, I think that Coach Dan Campbell, I ain't gonna say he go get them over the hump, Super Bowl contenders. I think he can get them over the hump to get some wins and possibly a wild card. They played hard last year. They might was getting beat, but they yeah. wasn't getting blowed out. He he, no, he got them game. playing hard. He it's got like them the playing league. hard. That dude yeah. is a passionate coach. And, and, you know, that, that's the thing, man. When you got a passionate coach and your players see that you really give a damn about them, they're going to play hard for you. The talent ain't there, but they gave it everything they got. 
but they picked up, you know, they got they got some little stuff in the draft. We see I I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them seven, eight wins this year. Possibly not. He might make a playoff run. Jared Goff, you know, what's he gonna do? But I look at him the same I look at Tannehill. Sometimes they have great games and look immaculate, and then it's like the next game, it's just the consistency is just not there, but the freaking paycheck is there because Goff is also one of the top paid quarterbacks. If I remember Speaking right, of, he's on up there. And since we speak about high paid quarterbacks, your boy, uh, uh, Denver, uh, what's his name? Uh, Russell, that's nice. That's you think nice, they're gonna do man. something? I like Russ, I, I've yeah, never I not like, like Russ. Uh, right, right. I think the, the Broncos got two young, young, uh, stud, um, receivers, they were just missing quarterback. Look at Mr. Knight, he's funny. Oh, yeah, he just. He's just a funny dude, man. But I'm gonna transition over to the college game. I'm gonna transition over to college game. Enough about the NFL. Is college football ruined by this transfer portal? I go back and forth, and I think we could argue about this for the next hour if we really, really wanted to. Like, there's a lot of good coming out of it. A lot of good coming out of it because I think it gives um, teams that traditionally would have never had a chance a chance, right? Like what Dion's doing with his his school. And some of these smaller schools that have big boosters are able to attract some, you know, five-star recruits. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. Like, I think that that's – I like the I like when it evens out the playing field a little bit. I'm all for the competitive right. levels coming a little bit closer together. But then when you have players holding out and negotiating and leaving a team after a year to go to another team, and they, I mean, it's like – College, I don't want to say it was pure, but it was like, you know, when we were coming up, right? Like you'd have guys go to football or basketball and it was not uncommon. They stayed at the same school three, four years. And, you know, they built programs around players. Mm -hmm. And like it was amazing to see. I mean, that's one reason I used to love Michigan State Izzo. He would recruit right. guys. He didn't recruit one and dones. They were there for three, four years and he right. made, you know, dynasties. They didn't always win every year, but it. That's just what I loved about the college game. And, like, now I don't know that we'll see that type of stuff ever again. I don't want to say ever again, but how common is it going to be? We see a group of three or four really, really good guys stay together mm -hmm. on one team, be it right. football or football. Right. And, you know, as my boy Jamarcus said, NIL was needed. I agree. NIL was needed, man. These these athletes, especially football and basketball and college baseball and softball, they going out there grinding the grind of a college athlete is you never stop and right. I, I say football and basketball first because they make the most money off those two sports but you making all your money off football these young dudes getting out there showing out you making these schools millions all the way to billions of dollars yeah. and you're not getting compensated for it you know what i'm saying like so you know a lot of these a lot of these athletes do, don't come from no five-star home all right, right. Right. A lot of them come from poverty, and I tell anybody a minute, man. If I, if I was offered, you offered me ten thousand back then. <laughs> shit, yeah. I'm taking it. You you were going about it. You offered me an Escalade. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to lease it in I'm your gone. name and let me drive? I, I'm taking it. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking it. Like because I didn't I didn't come for that. What what are you say? <laughs> <laughs> Baskin Robbins sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. I know why you said vanilla. Anyway, um. So I mean, now that it's even even though like NIL, that's what they call it now. This shit been going on for years. It was just oh yeah, around. like athletes. 
if you was an athlete of the athlete, if you was the known, your, your Reggie Bush, your Matt Liners, your Ricky mm -hmm. Williams, your um, shit, Derrick Henry's, the list go on and on. If you was those type of names, oh, you was paid. Best yep. believe you were paid. Yep. You just couldn't come out with it. You know, you right. just couldn't come out with it. But, you know, you seeing these guys back then, that's why Nick Saban told Derrick Henry before he even left to go to the draft. He posted a picture of his Dodge Charger sitting on like 26 inch rim. Nick Saban, like, take take this shit down. <laughs> you know, because Derrick Henry grew up in a, a poor part of Jacksonville, but you got this brand new car with these big rims on it, and you post it on your Instagram, gonna bring too much heat to the program. Take that damn picture down. Right. So, I mean, right. it's been going on, but like now it's just out there. But now the, the, the player, the athletes got the leverage. Okay, you got this one guy over here. You you a quarterback in your mind, but you got the skills of athlete. So you at Alabama, they like, well, we're not even Alabama, not even Alabama. I ain't gonna take that. But so you at um, say you like in Arkansas. All right, in Arkansas, they want you to play quarterback, but be a pocket passer. That ain't your game. They gonna give you two right. Well, Alabama said you can come over here and be a wide receiver, and we are gonna target you ten times a game. Plus, we are gonna give you eight million. Cause yeah, Alabama I mean, got more money. Well, Alabama yeah. really, you know, Alabama and, and Arkansas on the money scale is big because Arkansas got oil and Jerry Jones money. Right. But right. I'm just using them to school because Ar Alabama is the upper echelon in Arkansas right here. So that Absolutely. player going to turn down that starting quarterback position because you want me to be a pocket quarterback. And I'm going to go to Alabama and play a wide receiver to my quarterback that's already making what Bryce Young, they said he close to like double digits in NIL money now. Some shit like Crazy. that. Crazy, but I'm willing to take a back seat to a quarterback that's making double digits, but I'm still making eight. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. So the players got the leverage now. Like you said, you don't like your situation. All right, well I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna go out here and talk to all these old school money talks bullshit walks. We all know that, right? I mean, yeah, definitely pros and cons on both ends. I, that's what it is at the end of the day, and I guess it depends who you ask. If you ask a college sports purist old school you know type of fan they're gonna hate it right they're gonna hate everything about it but so i'm kind of on the fit. pros and cons with it I, I like that the players have some ability to to get paid make some money you know but it kind of sucks when we're not going to see dynasties built over long periods of time which i always loved you know you think about some of the, the teams that were put together at Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky. You know, a lot of those guys were staying two, three, four years, and they built entire dynasties around those players. We'll never see that type of stuff again, but no. I also no. like the fact that it's uh, brought the competition levels closer. You know, you're right. not seeing schools just get, you know, at the Alabamas of the world ain't blowing everybody out anymore. And I think and those you know, lines will continue to come. Right, I'm seeing, I'm seeing something in our back check. You know, everybody can't see our back check, but we can see it. And they say, can we stop just playing and make sports separate from school? Uh, I don't know, because that's what sports is part of the universities. Foot, yeah, football is is a god when it comes to college. You yeah, know I don't know if can you. I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if you can do it. That's that's tough. Or, I mean, that's funneling money into the university. That's paying people's paychecks. I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, eh, I don't know yeah, how that would work. That's a tough one. We we got to get some experts. We got to get some experts on, on, on here for that one. That, yeah, that's, that's a tough. tough. That's a I don't tough know how right that there. would work. Financially, I don't know how that would work, but I don't know. 
That's a new one for me. That's a new one, man. Like, uh, I, we, we got to wait till Mr. Gales come back, you know, and 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 talk about them right there. Yeah, but you know, so the, the, so the NIL deals, we still own it. The NIL deals, like, I don't mind for a player that's proven. You go, you know, what I'm saying you make that money. Now they paying these kids out of high school that ain't played a down of college football. Yeah, these kids in high school are already making six digits. Yeah, oh yeah, they get. Why me and you <laughs> busting ass? To do yeah. what we gotta do, and and we ain't nowhere near that. These dudes are still like they said. These athletes, these athletes out there in Texas, they already like in high school, uh, uh 11, 12th grade, they they signing chicks like they're good. And I they're do think, good. I think that again, pros and cons. I think some of those players might be fine with stuff like that but you know how dude what what was your mindset when you were 17 18 years old what if somebody gives you ten thousand dollars what are you gonna do with that oh that ten thousand dollars been gone in a day hell dude like i mean you give that much money to a to an 18 19 year old kid like they're gonna probably make some bad decisions and i think down the road we're gonna continue to see some bad stuff come out of this as well but again you're gonna you know take the good with the bad because some players are gonna take this money that are coming from some rough situations or, or whatever and they're gonna be able to do a lot of good for their family with that money Mm-hmm. But if you have some kids that you you know you you talking about Derrick Henry had that car on twenty six inch rims or whatever like you're gonna have some kids blowing through some money and making some bad decisions financially, uh-huh. right? And then yeah. they're gonna go to college and already have spent their money, maybe not make it, maybe get cut, whatever. And then what? Right, right. I mean, then I mean, in the and you know, I had my daddy was pretty tough. You you remember him and and my mom. What up, Brian Tanner? Uh, Tanner Talks coming to y'all soon. Get ready to check out that podcast. It's gonna be real live. Uh, my dad was tough. Uh, my mom, real, you know, she was smart, kind of pushover. She was still a smart woman. And even with both of them, you give me. Do y'all know my shoe habit that I got? I spent ten thousand dollars in one day on damn shoes. No car, no jewelry. Cause I only like jewelry like that. I'd have spent ten thousand dollars on shoes just cause I knew I'm gonna get another probably ten or fifteen in a week or two. That that shit right. had been gone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's it so you 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 know, like you said, you're giving these 17 year olds this money, man. And like you got more research than anything nowadays in the internet. Right. So say say this five-star athlete that's still in high school, still in season, he gets a check for 35000 on a Wednesday. I guarantee you by Saturday, half of that 35000 gone. Absolutely, absolutely. He going to every club, buying every shoe. Dude, like he's – yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that. Like you could come up with some things like, okay, you give them some money at this age, they can't withdraw the money until they leave the college program, collegiate program. But right. then that gets rocky because like, okay, well, what if they need that money to live on, mm-hmm. right? Like what if they need that money to eat or to do their whatever, like or their family needs the money. So you can institute rules like that, but – I don't know if that's the answer either because some guys really, really might need that money for the right thing. So if you try right. talking about locking that money up for a three or four year period, I don't know how feasible that is. Cause I mean, man, so, well, we in our thirties, bro. And like, <laughs> if I go out tomorrow and win a scratch off, get a million. <laughs> I already told myself I, I'm taking two hundred fifty thousand. I'm blowing the shit out of it. probably three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I had a million dollars, I'm gonna blow through some. Jordan, Jordan, and Nike—they already love me. Well, they gonna love me in a month. They gonna love me even more. Cadillac Escalade deal here I come, brand yep. new. I, I, yeah. I want, I want zero to fifteen miles on it. 
so that that's three hundred thousand easily gone because them what what did they fully loaded one hundred twenty five? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure at least at least you know. But you know, you give a kid that kind of money, and some are gonna make good decisions, some are gonna make bad decisions. I I do think over time though, we're gonna see the gap from the good teams and the bad teams close. But I also think we're gonna see the gap widen on how often we see dynasties, if you will. I don't think you're going to see those anymore. So it is what it is. You know, good with the bad, pros and cons. Yep. I, I don't know what else you do with it. Well, man, hey, we're about to wrap it up, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. If y'all don't know who this is, man, this is my – look at it, man. This dude right here, we go way back. We go way, way back to uh, EA Cox, Spring Hill, man. Craig, look, Craig was one of those guys that were quiet and then – Quietly started coming out of his shell, like on the court. Man. Like this dude can always shoot, but then when he started coming out of the shell, this dude was real good at basketball. I'm like, what the hell was that shit at when we when we needed to need? <laughs> Locked up, man. Jimmy had me shook. Yeah, man. But hey, but I mean, look, he had a hell of a career, and when he went into career right out the out of college, and now he's found a better career in what he's doing. And I wish you nothing but the best, man, to you, uh, your wife, kids, man, like. You came in and filled on here for me, man. I can't appreciate you enough, man. Oh yeah, absolutely, on. man. Well, I wish the yeah, same man. for y'all. You know that. Always here to support. Oh, you know, you know it. This ain't it. You know, you you oh, gonna be absolutely. coming back. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be, be back on the show, man. But I, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, man. Yes, sir, Dean. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all, and then to everybody else out there, all my peeps, all our let's talk with Gales and Dean family out there man you know what it is it's your boy dean i filled in this week to uh, do the show with my guy craig mr gales is on vacation enjoying himself with his gator feet kicked up in the sand i hope he got them covered up though because them damn things right there y'all don't want to see them right there but anyway man look we appreciate y'all oh one more thing man i forgot i forgot i forgot i'm sorry how did i forget i went home this weekend man and shout out to june teeth Juneteenth in um Murray County, man. That was a heck of a heck of an event. Good food, good vibe, good music. Man, I'm telling you, it was lovely. You know, it was a little hotter this year than it was last year, but I had a good time. Man, I got to shout out to the Who Dad podcast, to the captain. The captain came through for me, man, and helped me uh help me do the podcast while we were down there, man. He brought a lot of life. Oh man, I can't thank you enough, Pico, man. It would have been a little hard if I didn't have you with me. You and Gales, you know, I know I knew I wasn't gonna have Gales with me, but if I hadn't had you with me, I'd have been all over the place. So, man, a big shout out to the Who That Podcast, man, and uh, Juneteenth down in Murray County. Until, like I said to our fans out there, man, I thank y'all from the bottom, from the bottom of my heart, tuning in to us every week, uh, interacting in the chats, man. That's what keeps us going. We love it. Keep coming every Monday night because we gonna. The more you come and the more you bring it. The more heat we gonna bring. This ain't over, man. This train is just beginning, and we're gonna ride it all to the sunset. Peace and love. Holla at y'all next week.